27th episode of the Marketing is Bullshit podcast, your go-to podcast for cutting through all the noise out there about what you should be doing to market your small to medium-sized business. I'm your host, Melissa Fisk, owner of Local 44 North, which is a marketing, coaching, and consulting group dedicated to helping women business owners attract more local clients with less effort so they can have it all, a successful business and plenty of time to do what they love, whatever that may be. Today, we're going to be talking about Google Analytics. Um, most of you at least know that Google Analytics exists. Um, some of you may have even set it up, but I know that when it comes to understanding the data Google Analytics provides, you absolutely would not be you know, lost or not in good company if you don't easily understand what Google Analytics puts out there and or are very easily overwhelmed whenever you log in to their platform. There's a lot of data. Um, but as always, I'm joined by Mary Ruth, who works with me at Local 44 North, and she's going to make sure that I clearly explain some of the different metrics you should be monitoring and how you can find those metrics in Google Analytics. Hello, everyone. We are excited to have everyone back for the 27th episode. Hope everyone's July is off to a great start. Crazy that it's already July, but you know, that's just the way the world works these days. Time's flying. So um, why don't we start by you talking about how you can set up Google Analytics? All right. Um, and not even trying to be smart or a jerk about this, but if you Google it, like, how do I set up Google Analytics? I honestly think that's your best bet. Um, because there's a few, you have to verify your account. Like you create an account and then you have to verify it and link it up to your website. Um, and, you know, depending on the type of CMS platform you use, um, that's a content management system, um, you know, it's going to be different for how you set it up. Like if you have WordPress or Squarespace or whatever. Um, like WordPress, the, you'll probably get like a tracking code snippet that you want to inject that code into the header or yeah, I think it's the header of that, um, of your site, you know, and you can get like a plugin to do that or you could, I'm sure there's probably even like a Google Analytics plugin that links up Google Analytics to your WordPress site. Um, if you have Squarespace or Shopify, you just need the tracking ID which they give you when you set up your account. It's a little bit complicated to find, um, but it's gonna be under like the admin part of Google Analytics, which is after you create your account, it'll be a little wheel on the left-hand side, the bottom left-hand side corner. Um, and that's where you can find your, your tracking ID, your tracking info or your ID. Um, there's also like a setup assistant there that can help you out. Um, but honestly, if you're, like I said, just, if you have, if you know what CMS platform you have, just Google like that and Google analytics. And I promise you there's an article, like a how-to article on how to do it because everyone's written about like every marketing blog ever has like written about this, how to set it up. Um, and most of those platforms have like support articles on how you hook up Google analytics with your site. So just do some basic Googling and, you know, depending on the site you have, we'll give you the best route for how to set that up. Yes, never, ever, ever underestimate the power of Google. It is one of my favorite things ever. Um, so let's say someone has Google Analytics set up and running. Once they, you know, log in to check their data, what should they be looking at? 
Yeah. So if you, once you have Google Analytics installed and ready, um, you know, and if you already have done that or you haven't done that, maybe press pause and set it up and then you can follow along as we talk about this. Um, that would be a good idea to do. Um, but if you do have it set up, you know, go ahead and log in. And like, when you look at the back end, you'll have like, you'll be brought to Google Analytics home and you'll have on the left hand side, there's a menu there that says home customization, real time audience acquisition behavior and conversions. And then down below that there's attribution, discover and admin. Um, there's four categories on the left hand side that are going to give you some really good nuggets of information. And that's what we're gonna talk about today. We're talking about getting just like the basic data that can help you make improvements to your website. Um, and those categories that we are gonna be looking at um, of the ones I just mentioned are audience acquisition, behavior and conversions. Awesome, I know that there's a lot of data in each of those sections that you just mentioned. So let's go through and tell everyone what metrics they should pull from each section and what um, you know that indicates. So let's start with audience first. Sure, so if you click on the audience and you open up that menu, <laughs> there's then a bunch of other menus where it says <laughs> overview. Um, overview, active users, lifetime value, cohort analysis, audiences, all kinds of stuff. Um, so, you know, I definitely encourage you to play around and explore some of this data, but, you know, there's two, two things we always commonly run into with like an abundance of data. And one is what the hell does this mean? And <laughs> the second is data analysis paralysis, right? Where people try and break down every single number and like really understand like what that means or like obsess about like certain things or certain benchmarks um which is yeah what we call data analysis paralysis so we don't want to get lost in that so again we're going to give you some like core nuggets of good data points and what they mean if you go into audience and go to overview you're going to get a little graph that's pulled up um with a little circle chart under that the right which says new visitors and returning visitors and then a bunch of numbers underneath that um and we're going to go through those numbers the first is going to be users so you're going to have users new users sessions number of sessions per user page views pages per session average average session duration and bounce rate now the users are folks who have started at least like one ses one session um, on your website. And also, as you noticed, I'm sure in that chart, there's a date range. If you go to the top right there, you can change that date range. Um, you can make it be custom dates or you can have it be like past month, three months, whatever, past year, two years, you know, um, one thing that's important to note is once you do set up Google Analytics, there's no retroactive data that's provided. So it's only going to be data moving forward. Um, but anyway, so users is the amount of people who came to your site. Um, new users are going to be users who came to your site and have never been to your site before. Um, so something interesting to note on that is, you know, most of the time you're going to have new users coming. Um, it's going to be the predominant grouping of folks, um, but returning visitors is an interesting metric, and that's what the little pie graph to the right will break down for you, um, and you want to see, like, 
you want to try and keep visitors coming back. And that's like when we talk about making sure that your website, like you're constantly producing like new website content to keep people coming back because um, that helps with your SEO and everything. But I think that's an interesting metric to look at to see, you know, like how many new potential customers are coming to your site and how many people are returning customers. Um, sessions would be total number of sessions, all of those users um, participated in. So it would be like um, a session is like anytime someone comes to your website. So that number is usually going to be higher um, because you know, some users might come to your website a couple of different times or something, um, which is the ne next metric there is number of sessions per user. So that's the average number of times someone comes to your website. So if it is like 2.24, what that means is on average, an individual user comes to your website at least twice. Um, the points obviously is <laughs> because it's an average, um, there's not 0.24. No one has 0.24 of a visit. Um, page views is going to be how many different page views um, that have been tracked in the certain date range that you're looking at. Um, and that is like how many different pages people have looked at. So if there's only like, you know, 100 users, but 400 page views, that means those 100 users visited on average, like each person visited four different pages, which is good. And that will give you the metric pages per session. That's the next metric. So that's on average how many different pages an individual user is looking at per each time they come to your website. And that's insightful because, you know, depending on how your website is set up, like if you just have a one homepage, like one page because you get mostly mobile traffic and like you have, you know, just one page that people can scroll on. Uh, then they're probably only gonna have like one page per session. Um, but, you know, obviously you're gonna have more than one page and there's gonna be like sub pages and things like that, um, most of the time anyway. And so depending on like how much, like if you're a big blogger, you want that pages per session to be higher. Like you want people coming to your website and consuming a lot of content so that it, you know, like you're proving that you're definitely a thought leader. Um, then you are going to have average session duration. So this will be a breakdown of how long people spend on your website. And that contributes to the next metric, which is bounce rate. Um, now, bounce rate is like when there was a duration of like zero seconds. So basically someone came to your website and was instantly like, oh, nope, just kidding. I don't want to be here and leaves immediately. Um, so you want to have a low bounce rate. It's not uncommon to see a high bounce rate number. So, you know, like 60 to 80% a lot of folks have that. You want to work on getting that down there um, because obviously you want people coming to your website um, and staying, but that that's really going to be indicative of like the different types of messages that you're putting out there with links back to your website, um, your SEO strategy, like what your SEO titles and meta descriptions are. So like when someone searches for something or other, you know, and they find your website, if you have a high bounce rate, it means that like that someone searching for that keyword or whatever or keyword phrase is coming to your website and then realizing that it's not relevant whatsoever. Um, so you want to make sure that you're thinking about all of that stuff, trying to get that bounce rate to be lower and trying to make your website, quote unquote, like more sticky, which will also get your average session duration up, right? Um, and that's all good, good factors to contribute to.
Um, underneath that, you will be able to see on this, we're still in the audience overview section, you'll be able to see the demographics. So you'll see what language, country, city, um, which is interesting, browser, operating system, service provider. <laughs> I don't think service provider will usually not have much data for you, but like the browser that most folks use um, and then mobile operating system too will let you know, um, you know, iOS or Android, which is is interesting, but I don't think, again, that's like cool data. I don't think there's a lot of actionable takeaways you're, you're gonna be able to do from that. Um, if we go back out to, so that kind of covers the overview section under audience. If we go back out to, um, you know, that that menu on the side there, you have audience overview, which is what we just talked about, active users, lifetime value, cohort analysis, audiences, user explorer, demographics, which that can be really interesting to look at, you know, the types of um, just basic demographics, like age and gender of folks that are coming to your website. That being said, I wouldn't 100% rely on this. Like I've looked up what my Google profile is, like what Google thinks of me, my demographics. And I think they think I'm a man who's like in my 30s to 30 to 50 year old, <laughs> or like 30 to 45 based off of like my behavior online, I guess. So um, that's not gonna be like always accurate. Um, and if that has like no, I mean, for most businesses, I don't think that'll surprise you. Um, what the, the um, majority of folks coming to your site are. Um, same with interest, the sa that, that goes, you know, the overview for interest is the same thing. Um, it has like these affinity categories, but again, that's like, that's all just based off of like how you usually behave on Google, like data that's collected and you get like a Google profile or something. Um, and that's what Google's tracking. Um, the next is geo language and location which could be interesting for you, depending on like, if you're wondering, if you're like a totally like e-commerce site, wondering where you get most of your traffic from is definitely um, insightful to you. Um, then you have like behavior, new versus returning frequency, recency, engagement, technology, mobile. Now, this is kind of the next one that I think is really important for you. Like all of those that, you know, we just talked about, I think that could, you could glean some insights into that. I wouldn't spend a ton of time month over month looking at that stuff. Again, I would focus on month over month, the stuff we talked about in the audience overview, but then also this tab audience mobile, I think is super important because that shows you like what device most folks are coming to your website on, whether it's desktop or mobile. Um, most people are gonna be like 50-50 split. Um, a lot of like e-commerce folks or retail B2C folks are gonna see more mobile traffic, whereas someone like myself, who's a consultant, um, I see more desktop traffic because more people are like sitting down at their computer when they're, they're looking at my stuff um, versus online shopping while watching Netflix reruns. <laughs> but that's super, <laughs> that's super important because, you know, if you go back and listen to like our, gosh, I don't know how long ago it was now, <laughs> but the website, when we talked about your website homepage, right? Um, and like refreshing your website homepage, considering how most folks are coming to your, if you're, they're looking at your homepage on mobile versus on desktop, 
I think is super important to keep in mind. And you might want to like rework your navigation or menus or things like that based off of where you're getting most of your traffic from. Um, so again, and then there's some other things, you know, in obviously in the audience tab that is helpful, but the two that I think are really important for you to look at month over month are going to be the overview, the metrics that we talked about there and the mobile, um, menu to look at whether they're coming from desktop or mobile. Yes, uh, I, it sounds like there's a lot of, you know, things to look at within that audience section. So I'm glad you kind of summarized it. It's like the two main things to like keep an eye out for. I feel like that will make it less overwhelming for our listeners. Um, so yeah, that is the audience portion. Why don't we switch gears to acquisition. It seems pretty obvious, but what is good to look at in this section? Sure. So acquisition, you know, is obviously how people, how you're acquiring the service. Um, <laughs> and there's a lot of good stuff in here, um, you know, with search console and social and campaigns and things like that. That's kind of Google Analytics 2.0 though. So we're not going to do that. Um, <laughs> If you're looking at the acquisition, uh, I really want you to just like focus on for basics, like the overview. If you open that up, you'll see some nice, again, you can always change the time frame too that you're looking at, um, but you can see your top channels and it's gonna be organic search, direct traffic, referrals, social, um, and break everything down kind of to, and this is gonna give you like insight into how people are finding your website. Um, and it's pretty self-explanatory, right? <laughs> like it'll give you, it's gonna, those numbers are gonna total like all of the users that we looked at um, in the first metrics section. Um, and then the, the uh, breakdown here is gonna give you like where everyone's coming from. So organic search, direct traffic, social or referrals, um, organic search, obviously people searching for either a keyword or it can be just searching for your business name, you know? Like I don't actually ever type in anyone's URL. I just search for their name. Um, so Same. organic search, yeah, right? Like that's common like user behavior. So it's really important to think about common user behavior when you're looking at these metrics too. Um, that's another thing people don't do, right? Which I should have pointed out is that they look at data and they totally forget like how they use the internet as a human. Oh yeah. Um, or they look at data and totally don't take into account like, they're not thinking about just like normal user behavior, user behavior. Like the organic search is almost always going to be like everyone's top metric. That doesn't mean you have like awesome SEO. <laughs> that just means that like I just mentioned, you know, most people are searching for your like business name versus actually typing in your URL. Direct traffic. That's obviously someone actually typing in your URL, which is usually like the second highest one there. Um, and that is also this is kind of annoying though, that that's also, if Google can't get the data for, can't attribute it to any of the other categories, they put it into this direct bucket. So I always say like um, organic search is a good indicator of like brand awareness, like what brand awareness you have out there, brand awareness tactics or things like that, um, how successful your brand awareness strategy is. Direct is usually just like an overall indicator of how your marketing's doing in general, because it could be like, it's like a catch-all basically. It's like, again, brand awareness, but also it could be like any of the other marketing tactics that you're doing could be caught in um, that direct metric number. Um, 
also social media obviously is like your social media traffic and then referrals is going to be website traffic um and if you're looking at you know like you can see acquisition and behavior for each one of these channels um and it's going to break it down and give you like new users total sessions and bounce rate for those channels i always find this super interesting and can be helpful because for example, if you have a super high bounce rate from social media, then what that means is that, you know, the messages you're putting out there on social media are not like in line with what you're sending people to on your website. Does that make sense, Mary Ruth? Yeah, that makes complete sense. Okay, cool. Um, and then if you go into the, um, any given one of those, you know, you're going to see, um, oh, the other thing I didn't talk about was uh, paid search. And then there's going to be like other can be up there sometimes too, if, but most people aren't running, might not be running paid search campaigns, but that's another potential acquisition channel. And then it'll have other acquisition channels. And that's like, if you've created like some custom URLs, but anyway, these four ones are the common ones that almost everyone's going to have. And then if you're running like paid search campaigns, or using UTM parameters for tracking, you'll see like other as a default, like kind of channel grouping. Um, but if you click into any of those that we talked about, like organic search, direct, social, or referral, that'll drill down even further. And you can see um, what that, um, what was, like more detail around that. Um, when you look at the organic search traffic, that's actually, Google's never gonna give you really the key, like sometimes it will, but rarely. It'll give you like maybe 10% of traffic, if anything, of what keyword people search for to get to your website. You can set up Google Search Console, which we'll do in another episode. And we actually talked a little bit about Google Search Console um, in, doing some of our keyword research in, I don't remember what episode that was, but um, anyway, you can look at, um, you can look at the keywords more closely that people are using to find your website in Google Search Console. But if you click into organic search, like I said, they're not really gonna give you the search terms, um, but it gets really interesting when you click into things like the social and the referrals. So social will break down like by website, what social website sent you the most traffic. So you can see like Facebook, Instagram, Instagram stories, Yelp, you know, all that stuff. It'll break that down in social. Um, and then referrals, it'll break down all of the different um, uh, websites that are referring traffic to your page. Um, so again, that's the, there's all kinds of other good nuggets of information in the acquisition menu section, not saying there isn't, but I think focusing on just kind of the basic overview that gives you obviously some really good insight into how people are finding you. It gives you a good pulse on like your brand awareness and your lead generation strategies, you know, and like how folks are finding you and where maybe you want to put some more effort um, and where maybe you can, you know, back off a little bit, or if you, you know, like you're trying to figure out what channel to invest in more, you know, or um, start or stop or whatever. All of that stuff will give you good insight into all of that.
Um, it'll also be in, like I mentioned, it'll let you know, like the behavior of those users, like what is, cause like, like I mentioned, you know, if you get, if you have a really high bounce rate from social media and that's where you're getting like most of the traffic, you want to change up like your social strategy, or maybe you want to invest in another channel because it's not, the messages aren't resonating or something and you need to work on that. Absolutely. I liked how um, you, when you were talking about if you clicked into social media and referrals, how it breaks it down even further so you can like get a really great look into those metrics. So I feel like that is all super, super helpful. Um, so yeah, that was acquisition. Let's switch gears to behavior. Sure. So behavior, and this is um, something there's, again, a lot of good, it goes without saying, right? There's a lot of good data, in here, but I'm giving you like the basics. <laughs> Um, there's a lot of good stuff in behavior, but one thing I think is really important is if you click on behavior, behavior overview, it'll give you the top website pages. Um, and that's really important, obviously to see like where most people are going on your website and where they're spending the most time. Um, and it might surprise you what pages they are spending the most time on. Um, the other thing that I think is interesting is the behavior flow. Um, and this is, you know, like this isn't something I would even suggest looking at month over month, but every like, you know, once a quarter isn't a bad idea because this will give you really good insight into your website like architecture and how it's framed up because it tells you from left to right, it's kind of like a flow chart. It tells you what the original like landing page is. And most of the time it's gonna be the homepage. Um, or sorry, rather it, it can give you like the landing page if you have special landing pages, but then also like, um, the starting page, like where everyone starts again, most of the time it's going to be the, the homepage. And then there's going to be like kind of a red box with an arrow pointing down and that'll give you like the drop off. So it'll give you like how many of your sessions that started on the homepage just dropped off after that. So it didn't go anywhere other than the homepage and what percentage of your total traffic that was. Um, so I think that's really interesting and it, it kind of gives you some insight into how folks are moving. It's kind of hard to explain without you being logged in and seeing it, but it, it gives you insight into how folks are moving through your website and like what pages they're going to next. Um, so all of that is super insightful as well. So again, like the behavior section, a couple of quick little things there um, and the behavior flow, the overview first will give you like most popular pages and then the behavior flow, check that out once a quarter to see kind of like how folks are moving through your website. Very cool. Sounds like some good information in there. Yeah, to see how, you know, they're navigating on that. Um, what about the last section about conversions? All right, and this is something where, again, I'm not trying to be a dick, but you're gonna wanna Google this um, because this is gonna be different for everyone. Like, especially if you, you can set up like goals or e-commerce tracking, right? And how you set that up with your website is going to be different depending on the CMS platform you're using and like what your website objectives are. Like if you're selling products versus like if you're trying to get people to convert on signing up for a demo where they just fill out a form. Like that would be an example of setting up a goal as if they get to like the thank you page on the form basically um, after filling out the form or, you know, e-commerce obviously tying that into your online sales platform. Um, those are two things 
you know, there's a lot you can do here too, which will give you great info, but the goals and the e-commerce sections under conversions, depending on what you're doing, um, both Google how to set that up for your specific business, because I think that is super insightful. And for all of those things that we talked about, um, like with acquisition, for example, like all of those channels, it'll also, these like e-commerce and goals, setting those up will tell you what the conversion rates are for those channels. So you could have like social media be one of your biggest like traffic pushes, but if you get no conversions from that, then maybe you don't want to invest as much time in social media. If, you know, like email, you don't get a ton of traffic for, like, and you're looking at that in the acquisition section, um, but you get like super high e-commerce conversions and get a lot, lot of like monetary value out of those folks, even if it is a smaller audience, you know, that's something you probably want to invest more in. So setting those two things up are important and are going to give you really important bottom line data. But again, unfortunately, there's a bunch of different ways to kind of set those up based off of what your business does and what CMS platform you're using. But definitely make use of those two things as well. Um, okay, just a quick little recap is when you get, you know, set up your Google Analytics. And then when once you get into Google Analytics, the reports you want to look at are the audience. This is all on the left-hand side here on the menu, audience overview and mobile those are the two sub menus under audience overview and mobile that you want to look at acquisition overview you want to look at that um behavior overview will give you you know top pages top website pages on your site um and then also behavior flow look at that quarterly to see how people are moving throughout your website and then lastly make sure you do figure out how to set up conversions either for e-commerce or for, um, you know, people converting on some kind of form and getting to a thank you page or something like that. Um, if you have any questions about this stuff, you can always reach out to us, to us and ask for help. Uh, you can visit us over at local44north.com. That's local44, the numbers, north.com. Head on over to the contact us page and there's other ways to get in touch with us there.